To understand people and situations, we need to understand the creator of all. And if we are going to seek to understand ourselves, we need to run to God. Welcome back to another episode of the Work Redefined podcast, where we talk to women who are doing it all, but doing it with faith at the forefront. We want to welcome those of you who are new to us. If you are new to our podcast community, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. I also want to invite you to commit to your growth and development. Wouldn't it be cool if you listened to every episode this year and made it an investment to grow into preventing your burnout and creating more peace and balance in your life? How can you do it? Fairly simply subscribe wherever you consume this content. Also, we encourage you to download our burnout prevention guide. It is found in our show notes and we'll send you an email with all the information you need to be a part of our community of leaders. We are going to work really hard to give you high quality content. If this is helpful, would you do us a favor? What you can do is follow us on social media, write a review, and continue to engage with this organization. If this is helpful, post on it and share it with others. Now let's dive into new content if you are ready to grow. Welcome, Quinn. We are so excited to have you on the Work Redefined podcast, season two, talking all about faith and how we're building that into our lifestyles. And Quinn, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit more about yourself, like what you're working on right now? Um, Yeah, and like, how's life? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Um, a little bit about myself. So I'm a junior at Concordia College studying political science and minoring in business. I'm currently helping my dad with his run for attorney general right now. So just kind of stepping into that a little bit and getting myself familiar with all the stuff, all stuff political. I've always said that I love politics. So this is really giving me um, a front seat to it all. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. And other than that, life is good. It's starting to warm up outside. So the life (laughs) is really good. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, like it just changes everything when it's just a little bit warmer out. So I think we're all in such a much, like a much better mood now, but I love it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited. We're really excited to have you. And uh, like I kind of mentioned, you know, when it comes to faith and we talk a lot about faith in the workplace, but I know you're you kind of have a lot of stuff going on right now and just with like school and helping your dad and uh, there's a lot of commitments and we all have and your commitments might look different than uh, a lot of other people's commitments so I would love for you kind of just like let's just dive in and just talk a little bit about like how you're doing it all but also I know that your faith is like very important to you and so how are you doing that with faith like at the front of everything? Yeah, no, I think just listing out, you know, my priorities, it goes faith, family, friends, like in that order. And when you make all these commitments and you want to be in all this stuff, it can get a little overwhelming and I'm not perfect at balancing at it whatsoever. But I feel like this year especially has kind of taught me that I need to kind of find that balance and I need to be able to put myself first in certain situations when I just need a little bit of time to myself for a little bit of downtime. 
Um, but really focusing on my relationship with God is so important because, you know, he's got this plan for our lives and we may think that we have it all figured out. And I'm such a, I know we talked a little bit about this and we got coffee a couple of weeks too. Like I'm such a control person. I like to have a plan, I like to have it all set in stone, ready to go. But that's been the biggest thing for me is like the biggest lesson is I can't plan everything. I don't know all the answers, all this stuff. So really just being in touch with God and with faith, um, has helped me to just kind of understand that like, not everything is going to go in this perfect order (laughs) that we think it is. Um, but just finding that balance and praying about finding that balance and something too, that I've really learned over the course of this year is to understand people and to understand situations. We have to first understand the creator of all human, all humankind and of everything in order to really understand those relationships and, that's just something that's really helped me. And I feel a lot of peace too. when I put God first and I can, I can feel it too. In my life, my stress levels Mm -hmm. go up, everything kind of gets shifted in not a great way when I'm not putting my faith first. And I have to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate my priorities and just, again, take that alone time, recharge and just refocus is huge. Mm -hmm. No, I love what you said. And we did talk a lot about how and I think women especially and maybe I shouldn't say that I don't know like I think um maybe more in like the business world and like um we find that we need to have control like you said over everything and I think that is a huge barrier that a lot of us have is like the feeling that we need to control every aspect of our life and I think culture right now is really shaping us to be um it's like our rights and like our we we are in control of everything but in reality it's not us so I don't know maybe talk a little bit more about like how you kind of figured out this whole control piece and like what tips you have to like let it go because we all are working on just like letting it go and giving it to God like how are you doing that yeah so I actually had a conversation about this with my dad um a little while ago we were talking about just stress and all this stuff and I was just talking to him and he said you know a simple prayer that he's been saying is like God, I need your peace. Super simple, super to the point, but it's so important because it's like, we do get so wrapped up in what society wants us to be and how we think we need to perform in this world. And so just saying that simple prayer, like, God, I need your peace. I just need, I need a little bit of relaxation. Help me to refocus on what's important. Um, because we do, we put so much pressure on ourselves And it's good to be competitive and it's good to have goals and it's good to, you know, have that drive and that want Mm -hmm. to do great things. But it's also, we also need to remind ourselves that rest is so important. (laughs) Rest is so important. And I'm preaching to myself when I say that, because I'm terrible, I'm terrible about rest. You know, I think we, we live in a world where it's being busy is attractive. Mm -hmm. We're not taking that time for ourselves, for our relationships. And we are, we are built for connection. Like God created us for connection. And so really just finding your people and praying about that. And you have your people in the workplace. You have your people who, you know, you go out, have fun with dinner, like all that kind of stuff. you got different groups mm-hmm. for different purposes. Um, but really just praying about that and asking God to place the right people in your life and also for you to be a blessing to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, and so, cause maybe you're that person for somebody else. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's so important to refocus and I keep saying mm-hmm. that, but it is. And that's something that I, um, 
I'm still learning again, going back to that balance mm-hmm. and trying to find it and really just praying on that and praying for that peace to mm-hmm. understand that. I mean, really nothing that I'm doing is life and death. So it is okay <laughs> to take, to take rest days, to just relax, mm-hmm. focus and refuel my mind through that rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said two things that I'm like, oh yes. So the first is like how you said you were talking about relationships, relationships a little bit and how we need, we need, we need different friends for different types of things or do we, people are in your lives for different types of things. And I think this is something that like, I personally have a hard time with because I feel like I need to have this core group and these are the friends that I want to be able to do everything with. And obviously like, that's not really how it works, but I think I was talking to somebody about the fact that we need to like ask God to bring people into our lives. And so I think it's super important uh, to have like people in your life for different things. I don't know. Maybe talk more about that. Like what you've seen and like how, cause it's hard. I mean, you have to make trend, you have to transition and like people don't stay in your life forever. And so how have you kind of navigated that? I mean, obviously like you're in college right now, but even the transition from high school to college and then Kay, you're also into the workforce too. And like that whole thing, you know, how are you like choosing the people you spend your time with and like finding those people? Yeah. So I remember I was part of this Bible study in high school and it was just a really large group of girls and it was great. They were some girls that I went to school with, some girls who were just from the community. So it was a nice balance between that. Um, And we had talked a lot about relationships and how sometimes, you know, you've got these lifelong people, but sometimes you you're meant to just be friends with somebody or have somebody in your life for a specific reason, whether it's for you to bless them or vice versa or both ways. Um, And so it's okay to understand that like there are seasons of relationships and seasons of friendships and something that I love to do. And I tell people this all the time. I love to journal. I journal like Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling, like what stage of life I'm in, like my goals, all that kind of stuff. And through journaling, I've kind of realized like, okay, this friend was maybe for this season and they helped me this way. And we had this great friendship or whatever it might be, but then we moved on to a new season, you know, like going to college Mm -hmm. or moving all those different things. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just, there are people who are going to be with you lifelong, but there's also people who, you know, it's just a season and it doesn't make you a bad friend. It doesn't make them a bad friend or person. It just means that you were created for that season together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So I think we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. At least I remember when we first, when I first came to college, I was like, oh my gosh, I need, <laughs> I need to meet my best friends in college right now. <laughs> so you have that first semester of like really close friends mm-hmm. that you're like, these are my forever. These are, I found them. These, <laughs> these are my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them are still my closest friends, but some of them, you know, we just mm-hmm. shifted groups and still no no falling out like anything like that but you just you it comes naturally and God places Mm. people in your life to to teach you something or to be there Mm -hmm. through something or to whatever it might be I mean the purpose is different for everybody and for every situation but Mm. you know genuine relationships they're not going to be forced they're going to happen and whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship mm -hmm. or a family relationship, whatever it might be, you know, there's different Mm -hmm. seasons. It's just trusting God Mm -hmm. through those different seasons. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you, it's interesting the perspective on seasons of friendships and relationships, because you often hear 
seasons of life being like, oh, I'm in this season and this is like, you know, they, whatever, you know, they say the seasons of your life, but it's interesting to think of it as friendships and relationships because uh, what you said earlier, you said to understand people in situations, we need to understand the creator of all. Mm -hmm. And that's, and you said that, and I thought that's very interesting because it's okay that like friendships and stuff don't last or some people need to get out of your life, but, um, or, you know, just changes like the seasons change, right? Exactly what you're saying. But I think it's interesting to under knowing that we aren't going to really know when it's that time, probably without the assistance of God and without like understanding him, we might not be able to understand that situation or the people that maybe are in our life for a certain reason. So I think like understanding you know, what God would do. And um, in that situation, that maybe is like the key. I mean, right now it's like, what would God do in the situation? What would God say about my friendships? Um, yeah, I don't know if that resonates with you. Yeah, no, <laughs> going with totally. That, but totally. No, but honestly, like to understand even ourselves, like if we're going to try to, if we're going to seek to understand ourselves and the people around us, you have to go to the creator <laughs> because he we're so complex and we don't even understand ourselves at some point. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we seek to understand like, who does like finding our identity in Christ, who does God say that I am? Not what does society tell me that I am or tell me that I should be. And that's really hard too to kind of separate. Like you hear people, people put labels on people all the time, whether it's good, like, oh, you're a leader. Oh, you're this, or maybe it's bad. Like, oh, you're a troublemaker. Oh, you're, we label one another so much throughout this world. And it's like our, that's not where our label comes from. That's not where our, our, our identity Mm -hmm. comes from. It comes from God. And so Mm -hmm. really digging into the word and saying, you know, who does God say that I am and Mm -hmm. trusting in that. And the Bible obviously doesn't say, and Quinn is this, and Quinn is gonna, you know, but it's Uh understanding like, who am I through reading these verses and then praying on it and giving God the space to speak to you because I get super, I'm like not patient. And so, and it's funny because the sermon this week was about patience. And so, mm-hmm. um, just yesterday actually. And so I was like, huh, I, I needed to hear mm-hmm. that because part of being patient is saying, okay, I'm going to shut my mind off. I'm going to just allow God to come mm-hmm. in. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, cause we can't micromanage when God decides to speak to us or how he decides to speak to us. And mm-hmm. so I'm just waiting to hear his voice and trying to find our identity through him. Mm-hmm. And I think it also, when it comes to, you know, the workplace or um, anything like that, you know, when it, the conversations we're having, and you said that something about like labeling one another. And I think like that can happen a lot in the workplace, just about, even when it comes to like roles, we're all, we're all labeled by like our role. Like this is what my position is, but like truly like we're so much more than just that. And I think, uh, bringing like who does God say I am in the workplace like we are still children of God we are still all of these things but like how can we also bring that into our relationships but also know like relationships can change in the workplace and things can change so like um who does God say we are at work too you know what I mean like it's not just because yeah just the whole labels thing like that was so that was such a good point you know just to like we all we all are labeled as this is who I am. Cause you know, when you introduce yourself, I always thought things is so interesting. When you introduce yourself, you're always like, and I just say, I'm like, hi, my name is Grace Lang. I work for the Burnout Prevention Project. I'm blah, blah, blah. 
it's never like, hey, I'm Grace Ling and I am a child of God and this is it, you know? Like, wouldn't that be so interesting? Yeah. And that's the most important label that we'll ever have is child right. of God. <laughs> um, but no, we don't say it, like you never say that in an introduction. People will be like, oh, <laughs> okay. Right. But, oh um, but no, but we each have gifts and talents. And that's part of like finding your identity through Christ is like, what are the gifts that God's given me? Mm-hmm. How can I use them in the world in the world? And how can I use them to better a situation, whether that be at work or home or whatever it might be? And so again, just going back to praying on that and asking God to kind of show you like, what have what have you blessed me with, God? Like, what have you mm-hmm. given me that I can use to help the world become better and help myself mm-hmm. just to build mm-hmm. these genuine relationships and to be labeled in the correct, the correct way, I guess you could say. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Label them the correct. I I know. I think we maybe should next time someone asks us who we are, we should say that. Be yeah. like, you know what? Let's do it. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll check back next time we do it and see if we'll say. That'll uh, be our challenge. That's our challenge. For Everyone me. listening right now, that's your challenge. Next time someone introduce, you introduce yourself, say your first name, last name, and that you're a child of God, and that's like what your true identity is. Exactly. And then let us know what you think. <laughs> what happens? No, that's so, that's so great. But yeah, we don't even think about that when we introduce ourselves whatsoever. We're like so quick to say, this is where I work. This is where I go to school. This is what I'm studying. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's not, that may be like your identity, but that changes too. But something that will forever be is that you are forever Mm -hmm. a child of God. Oh, yeah, exactly. I love it. Well, uh, I guess when it comes to, so I know, you know, on this podcast, and what we do is we talk all about burnout, okay, right, and so burnout is, you're either moving towards burnout or away from burnout, and um, I know we've all experienced it in such, like, some different ways in uh, everything that we do, but I think, I mean, we're kind of on the top of, topic of relationships, so let's, like, keep going with that, because I think that's, like, super needed right now, obviously, and, like, the world of relationships are completely changing, and the way we are is, like, virtual, and, like, people are, like, I don't know, I think, like, relationship in general are just changing um so I guess like I guess what are you what are you seeing or like what have you seen in yourself like in terms of burnout and like how has it affected like your relationships okay I'm super extroverted I love people (laughs) I do I love talking to people I love being in groups but I am also such an introvert (laughs) I I refuel by having time to myself. And so, Mm -hmm. and I think it's just realizing that I can't be around people 24 seven, otherwise I will literally go crazy. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. respecting myself enough and respecting, respecting my boundaries enough to understand that if I want to be the best that I can be to the people around me for them and for myself, um, I need to take that time to myself to refuel and I need to focus on me. And, you know, some people view that as selfish, but you have to be able to pour into yourself before you can pour into other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, I think we've maybe probably have talked about this on this podcast before, but we always say the most loving thing you can do for everyone around you is to take care of yourself because um, in order to love, you have to love, you have to take care of yourself and love yourself too. And like, I think, um, kind of comes back to the whole rest thing and I think it can be kind of hard um we're really taught like as you said at the beginning how we're in this culture where we're just like it's the grind culture kind of like we're just doing things doing things but it's like at what point 
is it okay to completely stop and just rest? Like at what point is that like fine, you know? And because I think we, we, we struggle with that because it's it, like you said, it can kind of, like you even said, it, like it might be seem, it might seem uh, like selfish, but it shouldn't. It's like, why are we letting it seem selfish, you know? Yeah. So I guess like, it's always like the whole concept of like, what does God say about rest? Like, when is it actually okay to just be done? Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's kind of a loaded question, but it's a good question because we do, I mean, rest is so important, but we also going back to like, we live in a very competitive society. So we're, and we're constantly comparing. It's like, well, their schedule is more busy than mine and they're doing fine. And so how am I burnt out already? Like, I can't be burnt out. I have to keep working or how are they burnt out? I'm way more busy. Like there's that constant comparison. And so again, it's going Uh, back to like, okay, here, here's who I am. This is where I'm at. Like focusing on where you're at and then only it's so hard. And like, I'm not good at this either. So I'm saying this, but I'm also like, Quinn, remember this, (laughs) but comparing ourselves to like who we were yesterday, how can we get better? And like better also means like taking rest you know? And so, Mm -hmm. and taking time to reset and to just look back and be able to, like, I mentioned that I love journaling. Sometimes that for me, that's just taking time to sit down and journal and just look at like, okay, these are my blessings. This is what I'm feeling really grateful for. This is what's going really, really well. This is also like, what's kind of sucks right now (laughs) in life. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I deal with all these different emotions? And like, where am I meeting ourselves where we're at and just, um, asking God to come into that space too, of course, but we do, we live in such a competitive world where we are constantly comparing ourselves to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can get tiresome, <laughs> very mm-hmm. tiresome, very quick. And so and my mom has always said too, like comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so true because we spend so much time looking at how busy other people are or how, um, not busy other people are and comparing like our lives and our workload to mm-hmm. theirs and so and like oftentimes I'll look at my workload and I'll be like well I'm only a student like how am I this burnt out like okay but on top of being a student you're doing all these extra things you're in these mm-hmm. different clubs you're trying to balance out a social life with your friends like but also life doesn't get any easier so it's like okay what can I do now what lessons can I learn now that will take me far into the future especially after college when I'm in the workforce and I'm mm-hmm. doing a full-time job or in the way future you know if I'm a mom like how do you how do you balance out these different things and so it's learning that about ourselves now and just trying to figure out our own path mm-hmm. and compare it to other people well and I think the whole I feel like we always think like I, I we always talk about you know we're always comparing but I think like the whole competitive aspect of that you just like you like the way that the frame that to think like it is like is comparison coming out of competitiveness or is it the other way around you know what I mean like there is such we are in such a competitive society and I was just looking for it but we did a LinkedIn poll um a couple of weeks ago and we I you know I asked what are like what is the number one thing you're struggling with as a high achieving woman comparison was the was the top one and I just think yeah like where is this coming from Mm -hmm. and why are we allowing ourselves and it's I think a lot of times too we compare ourselves with the people we love the most oh so true 
And it's like, you know, even like your family, like you go to, and I think this is the hardest. um, I I actually don't think it ever gets easier. I was just going to say, I think it's harder when you're younger, but I actually don't think so because it is your life. There's such a different way, like you're preparing yourself, but even, yeah, you go to a family gathering and you're whatever sister-in-law is doing X, Y, Z. And you're like, well, okay. And like you said, yeah, I'm not, I don't have as much going on. Like, why am I so tired? Or like, why am I letting myself do this? If she's doing this and it's like, every single day like I think it just it all does come back to gratitude like if we were just to like sit and say oh my gosh like I'm so thankful for the things that I do have Mm -hmm. in my life rather than thinking about the things that like this other person has or like why why is your life life look different it might even be better you know but why does it look different yeah than mine I don't know I just think that's so interesting the competitive society is like that whole that's a huge that's like a huge thing but But then it's like finding that balance of like, okay, but I also want to surround myself with people who are going to push me to be the best version of me. (laughs) And I'm going to push them. Where is that balance? But exactly. That's such a good point. I love the Bible verse. So I wanted to look this up so I could find, but it's like, um, it talks about like, love is not boastful. And this is from Mm -hmm. first Corinthians 13, but Mm -hmm. Like love is not boastful. Love does not envy, like all that kind of stuff. Like love lifts one another up. We support one another. We're patient. We're kind. Mm-hmm. We're slow to anger. All those kinds of mm-hmm. things. Not, you know, I I was I went and spoke to a Bible study back in Bismarck this summer, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about this verse. And so often we talk about it, and it's like, this is how you love other people. This is how you love your spouse or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, but you also have to love yourself that way. Like. I have to be patient with myself. I have to have grace for myself. I have to not get super angry at myself, but, you know, have standards obviously and goals, but, Mm. you know, have that patience and that grace for ourselves in this world Mm -hmm. is so important, but really just trying to love more like God. And that means, you know, pushing people to be the best that they can be, but Mm. without the competitive, the negative competitive nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That just goes along like, what if we were to strive every day to be the most loving or the most joyful rather than striving to be, you know, the most successful or the most, whatever it is, most well-known. Like, what if we just like, we're strive? we're just, and it's like, maybe people think, I don't know if we think that's too simple. That's like, be loved. I don't know. Like, but it's actually like, that's probably so much harder than like being successful. Like there should really be a loving person every single day might even be more difficult than trying to like be the most successful person and like if we're up for a challenge if you're trying to like challenge yourself and better yourself like why don't we try to just be more loving mm-hmm. to everybody and like even like at work at home like instead of like thinking of that person and thinking about oh they have something I don't think of like well they're so loved but I am too yeah I'm like I want to be patient with them but I also need to be patient with myself you know and like I don't want to brag because you know all these things like what if we just tried something different? Yeah, 100%. And it sounds so simple. And it right, is. Yeah. It really is <laughs> such a simple thing. Like love more and love more like God. Mm. So simple. But we make it so complex. Because <laughs> we've also got that human nature within us to be envious of other people or to mm. compare in a negative way. And so... Yeah, but it is simple and it's trying to simplify it for ourselves to follow that rule and to mm-hmm. treat others the way that we want to be treated, but yeah. also like treat ourselves with the respect that we know that we deserve 
and having that self-respect and that love for ourselves so that Mm -hmm. we can pour that love into other people Mm -hmm. yeah and like we we say it's so simple and I think it it seems like I think sometimes we take that and make it harder than it needs to be Mm -hmm. because really like truly just like loving everything around you and loving everyone around you is like just like letting go of all it's like letting go of everything that's holding us back and like just like to just like be free I think like love like makes you like it just like frees you of like so much pain and so much heartache because when you're holding like your love back it almost is so much like harder to I don't know yeah yeah I love what you said love more and love more like God Mm -hmm. that's what we need to love more love more like God oh (laughs) that's so good that's so good well okay and so I wanted to ask you I know you said like first Corinthians 13 was the verse that you just pulled out from but do you have any other favorite bible verse or like anything that you want to share and like why yeah so my favorite bible verse for honestly as long as I can remember is Psalms 46 5 and it's super simple but it just says God is within her she will not fail Mm. and I think you know the world has this definition of what failure is, but to me, it's like nothing can defeat me on earth because I have God with me. And like the ultimate goal is to not please man, but to please the Lord. And mm-hmm. so it's just walking through each day, understanding that just because, because this is also something that, you know, we think too, is that, okay, if I have God in my life, like I will not have any struggles. I will be completely fine. And it's like, no, <laughs> you will. We live in an imperfect world, but if you have God in your heart and you've accepted him as your Lord and savior, like you can make it through hard things because mm-hmm. you, you know, that there's something greater than ourselves that we're worshiping or praying to, or asking mm-hmm. for guidance. Um, And so it's like, you know, some days are super great and some days are super, honestly, they suck. (laughs) But as long as you have God in your life, like you can, you can do hard things. And so I just, I love that verse. Like God is within her. She will not Mm -hmm. fall or fail. So it's written differently depending on which version you're looking at, but I just, Mm -hmm. I love it. And so Mm -hmm. got it literally everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I love that too. And just, like you said, it's so simple. Another thing that's so simple is like, God is within there, she will not fail. And I actually was having a conversation with somebody yesterday just about um like we we think we think the wrong things are gonna make bring us joy and make us so happy. But like you you just said, like the goal, the ultimate goal is not to please man, it's to please God. And so it's like all honestly, if we just are striving to please God all the time, like we are gonna become so much more joyful and so much more loving. And it's so much more, it's so much simpler than this whole idea of like trying to do all these things like be all so successful and it's like why are we striving for things that aren't going to bring us joy in the end yep no exactly we're we're, we are constantly looking for instant gratification Mm -hmm. and instant Mm -hmm. happiness and all and we think that we deserve to be happy all the time Mm -hmm. um but it's like another thing that really stuck out to me was we went on this field trip I'm graduated from a very small mm-hmm. um, Christian school in Bismarck. And we went on this field trip. I think it was eighth grade year. We went to Medora <laughs> for mm-hmm. the, as a class. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. K, he was just like, everybody loves Mr. K at Shiloh. Yeah. And he was sharing with us this devotional before at the end of the day. And he's like, they talk about the difference between like happiness and joy. And they are two mm-hmm. completely different things. 
Joy comes from the Lord and happiness is a feeling. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you have God in your heart, like you have joy, Joy. even if you're even on your hard days, like you have that joy. Mm -hmm. However, happiness is not something that you just get. Like that's Mm -hmm. a feeling. So is sadness and anxiousness Mm -hmm. and all these different and guilt, like all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just separating those two. And I love mm. that because it's so mm. true. Like you, if God is within you and you have that faith, like mm-hmm. you have joy and it's different from happiness. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're always going to be mm-hmm. happy and joyful, but you constantly will have that joy and that, that thing to fall back on and to support you through the good things mm-hmm. and the bad. And so well, I think like, it's also so important to remember that you can like, be successful and like have a great career and like have all these amazing things in your life but like it's kind of just I think it also ultimately boils down to like who are you doing it for oh yeah are you doing it for are you doing it for like the success for the fame or are you doing it um to praise the lord like who are you working for kind of a thing um so I think like it's because it's hard because we, we talk about everything we just talked about in this this whole episode just about how you know like okay we just we need to like we're in this competitive society we should just like do the little things but honestly like it's okay to like want to have big dreams and like want to do all these things and I I know you and I both like we really want to be successful and like do all these awesome things but also we know that like praising the Lord is the number one thing so yep. uh, I think it's like there is there is a fine line mm-hmm. but I think like doing things just like true and authentically like for the Lord everything that we do um in the end like as just the most amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. And having like, it's so much more, at least to me, I found over my life is that it's so much more about relationship than it is about religion, but it, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to find that and to remember that all the time and to keep him at the forefront of everything. Like even the most perfect Christians, none of us are perfect, but even Mm -hmm. a pastor or priest, like they, you know, they're not doing that a hundred percent, but it's that constant, like, okay, bring myself back to it. Like put mm-hmm. God at the front, mm-hmm. lean on him for understanding. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You're so, you're so, um, like so full of wisdom. And I think like this is such a great conversation and I'm so thankful that we, we could be here and just talk about this. And I, I'm just excited for you. And I know that, yeah, like I think we can all learn so much from you. So I'm just really thankful that you um, joined me today because I think that, oh, this is just so good. But we are going to wrap up. But Quinn, do you have any like last thoughts or any big takeaways that you're like, okay, everyone needs to know this? <laughs> if you don't, that's okay. I'm putting you on the spot. But <laughs> No, you're totally good. <laughs> um, I think one thing we kind of talked a little bit about this over coffee with Kelsey too, mm-hmm. but just like Christians kind of, there's like this idea around Christians that we're just like shove it down your throat, like wanna, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like trying to separate that out from like, oh my gosh, all I want to do is like share the love of God with people. But also like, I don't want mm-hmm. it to come off as, okay, this, this is what you need to do. <laughs> shove it down your throat no not at all mm-hmm. but it's like you have people in your life that you know are struggling with um accepting god or whatever it might be silently praying does more than you think it does like mm. that's in god's hands like we mm-hmm. you know it's not up to us to be like this is what you should believe this is how mm-hmm. you do it like again going back to it is so much more about relationship over religion mm-hmm. and so what works for me 
you know, I like to pray in my car. Somebody, people may think that's weird. <laughs> Maybe they don't like to do that. Like it's so different. And, and it's just like any friendship, like my friendship with person A is going to be different than her or his friendship with person mm-hmm. B. Like it's just different. All relationships are different depending on who you're in a relationship with. And mm-hmm. obviously like all of our relationships with the Lord are going to look different and we can't force mm-hmm. that down anybody's throats. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never what I, my intention is. Um, but I think it, as a person of faith, it's it again, going back to the word balance, but trying to find that balance between spreading God's word, but also not coming off in a way where it's like shoving it down people's throats and mm-hmm. doing it in a way that kind of turns people off from wanting to pursue a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also why it's really important to try to surround yourself with God-fearing individuals, mm-hmm. people who share that same, those same values. And for, that doesn't mean that your only friends have to be people of faith like that, you know, but I know for me personally, the people who I want closest to me and my closest Mm -hmm. circle, I want them to share that value. Mm -hmm. And there's people too, like, if you just share and you lead by example and you, you know, try to be the best that you can be while also letting people know that like we all mess up no matter if you have faith or not we're all sinners we're all gonna make mistakes so you can have the strongest relationship with God and you're still gonna (laughs) screw up at times so yes (laughs) um but yeah it's just again finding that balance between sharing God's word but also Mm -hmm. letting people come to it by themselves Mm -hmm. and have that genuine connection with God Mm -hmm. and just praying those prayers Mm -hmm. so good you're so good (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much, Quinn. I've really appreciated this conversation. And yeah, I'm just so thankful for you. So thanks, Grace. I really appreciate you.